0: to the underground podcast Network. you and i have a rendezvous with destiny we'll preserve for our children this the last best hope of man on earth or we'll sentence them to take the last step into a thousand years of darkness you and i have the ability and the dignity and the right to make our own decisions and determine our own destiny You're listening to The Underground. I'm your host, Frank Salvato. Rendezvous with destiny. Rendezvous with destiny. Rendezvous with destiny. But, you know, I mean, you're mentioning it, Chris, in the context also of the president. What it speaks to is a, is a failure of leadership across the board. And then on the issue of, of gun violence, in addition to the issue of the white nationalism and the hate that are behind this... Um, We need action, and we need action that is called on by the President of the United States and that is acted on by the United States Congress, but we see a failure across the board. I'll tell you, when I'm elected, I'm going to give the United States Congress 100 days to pull their... Correspondent Ed O'Keefe spoke with former HUD Secretary and Democratic presidential candidate Julian Castro and asked him about his plan to combat white nationalism and gun violence. My plan would combat uh, white nationalism, domestic terrorism by enacting gun safety legislation that would make it harder for guns to get into the hands of the wrong people, that would ban those types of assault weapons like the AR-15. There there is something that matters about calling it what it is and prosecuting it as what it is and getting the public to understand that the danger of white nationalist domestic terrorism is the greatest threat uh, most people face right now. That's right. And just think back just a few years ago, uh, this issue going into the election, uh, President Trump, uh, many of his supporters really were hot on militant extremism. There's a bill sitting in the Senate right now, Senate Bill 894. It's been signed by uh, Sanders and Booker and Klobuchar and, and, and Harris that is supposed to approach domestic terrorism, specifically targeting white nationalists. And it hasn't moved at all. And and, and Mitch McConnell hasn't moved it. And the president hasn't moved it. The president has done nothing practical in any shape or form. Progressive presidential candidate Kamala Harris has suggested that if elected president of the United States, she would propose and support red flag law legislation that would create domestic, terrorism prevention orders, allowing law enforcement to temporarily restrict a person's access to legally owned weapons, should they feel the person is a danger. Aside from the obvious Second Amendment issue, there is another disturbing thing happening here. According to USA Today, Harris proposes to create, quote, Domestic terrorism prevention orders that would give law enforcement and family members of suspected white nationalists, or domestic terrorists, the ability to petition a federal court to temporarily restrict a person's access to guns if the person exhibits clear evidence of being a danger, unquote. I emphasize of suspected white nationalists, and we'll get get to that in a moment. As an aside, the red flag law proposals, as well as those in existence, targeting legal gun ownership are tantamount to redundant where mental capacity is concerned. Many states have enacted legislation that mirrors Florida's Mental Health Act, otherwise known as the Baker Act, allowing for the involuntary institutionalization and examination of an individual by judges, law enforcement officials, physicians, and or mental health professionals. The person must satisfy two requirements one be suspected of having a mental illness and two present as a danger of becoming a harm to self harm to others or is self-neglectful. Florida's Baker Act and similar laws in other states already provides the mechanism for authorities to intervene when an individual is a threat to themselves or society. These newly proposed and enacted red flag laws, as they're commonly referred to, are nothing more than emotionally charged attempts to manipulate the public into believing that typically do-nothing politicians are getting it done. That said, the more devious act put into motion by Ms. Harris is this, the ideologically motivated and purposefully inappropriate use of the descriptor white nationalist. The left, and we see a perfect example of it here, is attempting to obfuscate the meaning of nationalist with supremacist. A nationalist practices and or believes in nationalism, which is defined as, quote, an ideology and movement characterized by the promotion of the interests of a particular nation, especially with the aim of gaining and maintaining the nation's sovereignty over its homeland. Unquote. In contrast, a supremist is defined as quote, a person who promotes or advocates the supremacy of any particular group. And with the left, in their using of the racist descriptor white in conjunction with nationalist, they are attempting to marry the word nationalist with a negative connotation, i.e. skinheads, Nazis, anarchists, etc. So, if you are white and you are proud to be an American and believe in American sovereignty, by Miss Harris's definition, whether you are a man, a woman, or a child, you are a white nationalist, read White Supremacist. And Miss Harris is, by literal definition, stating, and this is the narrative being floated by each and every Democrat and Democrat presidential candidate who agrees with her, that since you are a white nationalist, you should be denied your Second Amendment rights and subject to psychological evaluation. You are a danger to society. Today's progressive fascist left is attempting to redefine the public's idea of nationalism for two specific reasons. One, President Trump called himself a nationalist, and they want to use that soundbite in the upcoming election. And two, they truly, in their heart of hearts, believe that the United States is the cause of the majority of the wrongs in the world. A simple conversation with anybody who holds the white nationalist idea in their head as truth bears this out. It's hard to imagine Ronald Reagan, the man who brought down the wall and the USSR, the man who literally liberated those who were oppressed under Soviet rule as a neo-Nazi skinhead. But because he identified as an America First kind of guy, well, he is a white nationalist, don't you know? Here's a quote from John F. Kennedy, president and evidently white nationalist. I was born an American. I live like an American. I will die an American. Imagine that. This podcast segment has been brought to you by the Emerald Coast Tea Company makers of all-natural, handcrafted, exotic blend teas. When it comes to tea, no matter what your preference, the Emerald Coast Tea Company has a tea or tea blend just for you. Order yours today at emeraldcoastteacompany.com. If you enjoyed what you heard in this episode, please subscribe to our podcast, like us, and share us with your friends. The Underground USA podcasts can be heard on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spreaker, and access through the Himalaya Podcast app for all your smart devices. This podcast is a production of Underground USA, accessible at undergroundusa.com. You're listening to the Underground Podcast Network.